You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. Brought to you by Quantic School of Business and Technology. The most interesting thing in tech is the continued evolution of our contact tracing or exposure notification apps. Back at the beginning of the pandemic, Apple and Google got together in a way which was impressive. They're normally competitors and said they would provide the infrastructure for digital contact tracing. The idea was that they would use Bluetooth in a way that protected your privacy rather well. And if you tested positive for the coronavirus, notifications would be sent to people with whom you had been in close contact with for an extended period of time. But what Apple and Google didn't do is they didn't build the apps that would actually send the notifications. They left that up to public health officials, and others. What followed was chaos. There were concerns about privacy. Different states wanted to do different things. People didn't really trust the big tech companies. There's a hyper-partisan response to coronavirus anyway. Basically, it didn't get off the ground. And the fact that contact tracing, digital or IRL, has been a failure is one of the reasons why the United States has had such a terrible second wave of coronavirus. So now Apple and Google have said, okay, 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 we're gonna do a little bit more. We're gonna provide the infrastructure so that you can see via Bluetooth, whether you've been near someone who has been exposed, and we will also send the notifications. They're basically taking one more step in the process and doing it themselves instead of relying on a patchwork of state regulators. I think this is a good thing. Contact tracing is absolutely one of the pieces of the puzzle in a coronavirus response that is most essential. There are other countries that have had some success in this. And every little thing that can help reduce the number of people who are infected, the better. Still, it's disappointing. It's disappointing both that this hasn't worked so far and also that we haven't figured out a way to use contact tracing in a larger sense, as a way not just to give individuals notification, but also to track population movements in a way where privacy is protected again, to see whether certain areas are becoming hotspots, or whether areas with certain policies of reopening are having more infections than others. 
that is possible to do. We have not done it, and I guess it's because we haven't gotten the basics right. But ideally, we'll start to get the basics right, states will start to come on board, and this will become part of what I hope is an effective fall coronavirus response. All right, see you tomorrow. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com daily. Quantic is transforming higher education to suit modern students and future leaders. Stuck at a desk, listening to pre-recorded lectures, following along with endless slides. It's outdated. Quantic brings the traditional MBA to life with a focus on innovation and technology with a mobile-first, network-driven approach, allowing you to learn on your schedule and alongside leaders from the world's top companies. Delivered on our award-winning interactive software in a micro-lesson format, you'll receive personalized feedback every eight seconds, not at semester's end. Transformative leaders need transformative education to make real change. Visit quantic.edu wired to learn more about the modern MBA. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.